If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Season three of Chefs and Deliciousness starts right now. Woo! And we're back for another edition of Trey's Chowdown Live. And I got Leo here. Leo, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Trey? How you doing, man? <laughs> Pitmaster Barrel and Bones. Yes, sir. You're in both places. You're you're on the rig and the and the, the, the brick and mortar, correct? Yeah, brick and mortar. I'm the culinary director, the pitmaster. And, um, yeah, we have the rig and... Yeah, I like the, the stores. Yeah, cool. All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit about some, what's going on. Uh, and uh, these came out; they come out every year. But uh, I don't know if y'all have ever had these. You ever had these, Leo? The old taco I, flavor. I, think I had them back in the day. Yeah, well, back. Yeah. <laughs> so bring them out one time a year, and they're out right now. If you've never tried them, you ought to try them. I love them. I think they're delicious. Uh, I can't. I, the reason I haven't opened these is because I can't quit eating them. I'll eat the whole bag <laughs> in like five minutes. So <laughs> they're gonna be all broken now. I just dropped them. Yeah. But uh, okay, so we our worldwide show started uh, dropped uh, last Monday uh, for our first show. We have a new worldwide show where we are talking to chefs all over the world. Our first chef was uh, Derek Upton from Arizona, and he is doing. Uh, he's been doing it for a decade now, but he's one of the chefs uh, on Food Network and now the Discovery Channel. Uh, he does. He cooks with cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was, it, man, it was really cool. It was very interesting. I, mean, I was just, I could talk to that guy for two hours. He was so intelligent about the chemistry and how it works. And the, the, the it was crazy. Yeah. I watched it. It was great. Yeah. It was, did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. I watched yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, I've always wondered about that too. So yeah. it's crazy. You know, th- that stuff, that stuff, that's like, you can't get that stuff in culinary school. You got to go out, you got to do it. You got to play with, you got to play with all the profiles and stuff. And I, I, I just think that's really cool. The show was fantastic actually. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So we got Easter weekend coming up. Uh, I did not do a um, best restaurants for Easter weekend this year because I didn't figure out who was going to be open. I, d- I didn't have time. We were so busy um, uh, doing other stuff after COVID, getting all the restaurants open and trying to get around and visit with people that I just didn't do it this year. But if you go to my uh, Trace Chowdown, if you go to the Facebook or the Instagram for the last month, I've been putting a lot of good restaurants and they're all going to be open for uh, Easter. So check that out. Went to uh, last weekend. I flew out. We flew out to Florida for three days to go to John Tezor's new knife and spoon at the Ritz, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, just at, and I, you know, and I I'm in Florida a lot. You know, eight ten times a year. I, I do. I eat all over Florida. I have a, a page now, a coastal page for Florida. Really? And I, there's nothing even close to it. He's it, in Orlando. right? He's in Orlando. Oh, yeah, I mean, right. there was nothing even close to it. Wow. It was insane. It was yeah. insane. I've been keeping up with him. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. He brought me a 90-day dry fargra that was just rich and just, it was unbelievable. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was neat. I love fargra. And the next next one we're doing next month is his new Outer Reef in Laguna Beach. His, his, other, his fourth restaurant's opening up. So, I wasn't aware of that one. That's yeah, I've been building out for a year and a half. Really? On the cliffs in Laguna, yeah. Wow. I, I lived in Laguna for 10 years. It's, be- it's beautiful. I mean, absolutely gorgeous out there. I love California. Yeah, he's got a good deal with Marriott. <laughs> yeah, sounds about, sounds about right. Marriott owns the Ritz too, so yeah. yeah. 
And our best barbecue list comes out. Uh, we're filming. Uh, it's uh, Fox. Uh, the Fox Network is sponsored this year. Last year it was ABC, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shoot the. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the part of it for next week, uh, either live or something with Brandon Todd over at Fox uh, Fox Network. But uh, we spent 15 months visit almost went made almost 200 visits to barbecue joints all over Texas, and this time. Uh, just because I have so many followers now that are in Austin and San Antonio and Oklahoma City and all over the place, I decided to go ahead and do one for the host for a travel one, too. So we've got the best barbecue joints all over North Texas, southern Oklahoma, and then Houston region, San Antonio, Austin, and wow. Waco. So we, we spent – we just it's just going to be phenomenal. It's a great list. That's great, man. That's a little bit more variety, which is really nice, yeah. you know? Yeah, And what I did was I broke it down by region because there's so many people that aren't going to leave there. So yeah. Yeah. so I broke it down by what I thought was the best in Houston, what I thought was the best in, in Austin, what I thought was the best in Waco, and so on and so on. That's it, awesome. Yeah, it worked out well. And a lot of people tour Texas yeah. just for that. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm the only one that responds to people on my Facebook. I do – all myself, and I see so many people that are traveling now. I mean, I've got – if you look at my my, my uh, social media breakdown, I've got, you know, 10% in San Antonio, 5 or 8% in Austin, 7% in Waco. It's just crazy. So yeah. – and they just come from all over because they like food. Yeah. And a lot of people tra- will travel, but they'll travel through Texas, which is just a quick jaunt for them for the weekend or something. Mm-hmm. So it works out well that way. Yeah. I'm excited about we it. We don't have anything like that we can just jump to. <laughs> yeah. We have no. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You know, they got that new, that new restaurant up there in Oklahoma, Fat, Fat Tabs Barbecue, and uh, it is unreal. He worked with Emeril Agassi. Really? And he went to college school working for Emeril Agassi in, in Nala, and then he, uh, he's been on Chopped, One Chopped. Wow. Then he was on uh, this fried show, won that, and he, he went back to Idabel and, and opened up. When COVID hit, he couldn't work in, in, in New Orleans, and so he said, well, I'm going to take a leap. And his food is just in Oklahoma. Oh, huh? ridiculous! Interesting. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he's the stacking them up. He sells out every day before you can get it started. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're the only one. Yeah. If you're the only, yeah. It's really <laughs> no, good, no, though. Yeah. Honestly, I'd, I'd oh yeah. Love to try it. Sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's good. All right, so let's get with you, Leo. All right. All right, buddy. So you you how you, you're from here, correct? Uh, I wish I'm twenty twenty years okay. here now. Yeah. Twenty years. Okay. Where are you yeah. from originally? Originally, I'm from New York City. Oh wow! In Queens, New York. So, oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty sad. No, I'm, no. no I'm, that's I'm all, proud to be a New Yorker. Yeah, that's. I got to tell you, just it's it's very. There's a lot of variety in New York, so yeah. I had a lot of different um, cuisines that I could choose from. Yeah, and, uh, street food especially. Yeah. So right. Yeah, so barbecue naturally was one of the things that I f- I fell in love with, and not because. I knew it there, but because it was a mystery. So yeah. when I got here, it was like, okay, I'm going to go find barbecue. I think everybody does. Yeah. Like yeah. Everybody from any other state says, I got to go find barbecue. And I think it's quickly becoming one of the biggest food groups in the nation. I think for the last decade, the last five years for sure, but it's because of social media and food network and, mm. you know, everybody putting their culinary. Because a lot of guys that were chefs are coming into it and putting the culinary expertise to it. And yeah. a lot of cool things come out of it. I agree. I mean, it, it's, I will say that. I did it, my apprenticeship at Disney in the '90s and in wow. culinary school. Um, and at Disney, at Disney, yeah, Walt That's Disney neat. World. So it was at Epcot, and it was fun. But taking that spin and trying to, you have to relearn cooking when it comes to barbecue because yeah. there's things, oh, yeah. things that it's it's just you just can't do it. I mean, it's cool to know some of those things, but then yeah. barbecue is totally different. How long were you at Disney? Three and a half years, just normal. School. I went to my apprenticeship school, and then um, I was gone, so I left there. Pretty 
Is it like, three years is a long time at Disney, don't you? Get, you, you do a lot of work down there. Yeah, it's fun. You, 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 you cook a lot of different stuff, don't you? So, uh, you know, I started out with apprenticeship was a lot of catering. Disney does a lot of catering. Yeah. So a lot of catering and a lot of prepping and a lot of learning and then um, slowly went to work at different venues. I was primarily at Epcot, so okay. I got to work at different countries. But Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. So you did different genres of food, though, which is neat. Yeah, I did. Had, I got to had, learn a lot. Yeah. I mean, I work with some really cool chefs. Um, the experience is something that I, would, I could ne- never, I mean, I can't explain it. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for the way Disney taught, not just food. I'm talking about the all around yeah. experience. Like you take care of the guest from the moment they walk in. You till, I mean, it's the best training you could ever have. Yeah. It really is. Well, they're guest driven. Very guest. They have to be at those prices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're outrageous now. Yeah, yeah I know. Which they're also an experience driven. Which I, and I've been there quite a bit to Disney. Both and 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 it's all about experience. And they yeah. had and you have to give that to them when they people come there. And that's oh, that's good. Yeah. You learn that. Yeah, I mean, it's they're and they're serious about it. So and but I will say though, it was also a great opportunity to learn how the companies should treat some people. Back then, it's a little different. I mean, yeah. it's I don't know how it is today, but I'll tell you. Back then, it was like orientation you go through um you you knew what you were getting you yeah. got to check every week you get this everything yeah. was done you yeah. know so it's cool oh walt knew what he was doing yeah <laughs> back <laughs> he, in the day huh? back in the day did <laughs> so you were at epicot so how many different how many different uh ethnic groups did you cook for i mean t- t- food styles or regions did you cook for well, so i did the coral reef which was right. the seafood right. um i did um mexico right. obviously <laughs> uh, so italy and japan so mostly um, just some of the regions that I worked in, it, it was more or less learning the techniques. Sure. Um, and you were there for like six months maybe, and then you yeah. get transferred over to somewhere else. So. That's neat. I've, I've been to, I've been to a couple of those. I, I've been to Epcot in probably 25 years, but I was about there during probably yeah. maybe when you, when, when were you there? 95. Uh, yeah. 90. I, I think I was out there. Yeah. And then, but, and then before that too. Yeah. Coral, Coral Reef was amazing. That was, did you yeah. get there? It's like, that's no, a I don't, huge, um, fish tank. Aquarium, like oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I almost feel like you could just go in and pick your own food, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's what the, that's the experience they want you to have, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't so know you, you're getting it, but yeah. <laughs> so you moved here. When did you when did you move here? You moved here twenty something years ago. Oh two, mm-hmm. okay. Oh two. So there'll be like I said, roughly twenty years. And you but. started. When did you figure out you wanted to do barbecue? So when I moved here, I literally went the first. I'm in this <laughs> first place I went to was a little red barn in Louisville. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever been there, but right off of thirty five and um, thirty five and whatever that street is, I think it's Fox. Uh, it was a little red barn, and it, I was expecting prime, amazing barbecue. Um, I can say this because they're not there anymore, so I'm not bad about <laughs> anybody. But it definitely was not the experience I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I learned a lot along the way as sure. I was going through. Um, I have a little bit more of a fine dining background. You know, I was at Nick and Sam's for a bit sure. in uh, Dallas, and I wanted something that was just going to blow my mind. And so little by little, I, I learned and um, had chopped brisket. I thought that was it. Oh. I, in the two, early 2000s, I was like, oh, man, chopped brisket's going to be that awesome. That was popular. Huh? You know, that was popular because everybody could hide it. Everybody could hide everybody it. Everybody could hide it. You could hide it. Yeah. yeah. Mix the stuff up in there and make it oh, taste yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, you know, the, the good thing about it is that, you know, you know now and – you, you kind of, I can appreciate it coming back from that saying, okay, well, somebody coming to my restaurant and saying, I want chopped brisket. I'm not going to look at them and say like, that's not the best. Like I really, I, I take the opportunity to say, you know what? 
I'd love to chop some brisket up for you. Let me throw in a sli- uh, piece of some sliced, yeah. a little bit of moist, a little bit of, however you like it, you know. Tell me, why Why do you want it chopped? And and we can go a different route. By yeah. the time we're done sitting down, they're having pork belly burn ends. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because sometimes people, that's all That's, that's, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. I'm not, like I said, I'm not mad. My, I'm more mad at myself for not trying sliced brisket a lot, a lot earlier. <laughs> well, you know, you said something kind of, you said something kind of um, funny. You said bad experience, but realistically, when you're learning, for me, I never had a bad experience. I had experiences, but I just learned from all of them. Yeah. So you, you, you had a bad experience, maybe not to cook, but maybe the operation or something. But, yeah. but for me, I, I, I learned from all my experiences. But better or good, better or worse, I still learn from. Yeah, them. you're right. I mean, that's the only, the only you can. You can make a mistake, and it doesn't matter if you're going out selecting oh, food plenty. or making it. Yeah, but, but <laughs> you should only make that one once. Yeah, and then that's you, right. you know, because and it should help you improve. And you know, I really do believe that. Like with um, whether it's my kids or whether it's cooking. Yeah. I mean, we make that mistake. We're going to learn. Then we're going to move on. If you make it four or five times, something's wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either here or you just don't care. Yeah. Well, that's the truth. And yeah. Then, you know, it's unfortunate, but yeah, that's the truth. So, how'd you find a little red barn? So it was. The, the, <laughs> I like that name. That's what it, I don't know if that's the name that it was called, but it, it. So you know, you drive in, and the first, you know, I'm, I moved to Louisville, and I thought that was Dallas. Very incorrect. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw this red barn off the highway, and it said barbecue, and I was, so I was like, I was excited. I was excited because it looked like a barn. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a barn in Texas. It's gonna have great barbecue. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, so. <laughs> yeah. And don't beat that dead horse. <laughs> so, so where'd you go after you left the Red Barn? Uh, for barbecue? Yeah. So my next experience that I can recall and really haven't, and they to this day, they, I think the guy still works there, was um, Baker's Ribs. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There was a pig. With, with a pig, pig on the, yeah. Yeah. So I went there and, um, again, went with the chopped brisket yeah. and went with, and he they kept trying to sell me the the slice that I was like, no. But I loved their food then. And yeah. I was like, this is great. The, they still they have they have some, I've eaten some of them. It's 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 good barbecue. It's I mean, it's barbecue. not it's not like Texas crap barbecue, but it's good barbecue. It's good barbecue. And, when, and the few times I've been, they've had some really delicious desserts like pies. Oh, I mean, the uh, fried pies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are great. Yeah, yeah. The chocolate fried pie. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not even, <laughs> I have a little bit of a sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because we're gonna show a video later on. Later on. <laughs> So you went to you bet you went to Bakers and then and then uh, so my next trip was to Austin and I oh went, barbecue yeah. central at one time. Well, this was a two thousand I want to say it was two thousand six. Okay, we went it was six or seven. We it, was, to, it wasn't hot down there at that time. It was, it was we went to Salt Lake. Oh yeah. So this was before they had the tour buses yeah. and the Six Flags parking lot. Yeah. It was just the one little and um, so that opened my eyes a little bit. I was like, wow, this is pretty, this is really good. You know, yeah. um, this is really good food. And um, and it was an open pit. So it wasn't like, you know, they didn't have smokers. They had an open pit style. And I was like, okay, this is kind of what I, what I would envision as uh, Texas barbecue being. Um, they little, do a great presentation at Salt they, Lake. They do. And they their do. sauces are good. And their I'll social media marketing is fantastic. Yeah. But you know, it's all, it's all about presentation and how it looks and what people see when they come in the door and that's i mean you can't that's hard to beat yeah yeah I mean, your mouth's watering before you get to the table i mean you think barbecue when you when you're yeah. driving through the sticks to get there yeah. you know? so it's kind of yeah. it's cool i mean i can and i haven't been in a long time so yeah. it's gonna but i'm from my memory of it that's still great you know? it's still one of my favorite names because i'm in the cattle business so salt lick <laughs> but people don't know what a salt lick is but you know that's what you know that's what they lick on that's yeah. what cows look on and yeah. i just 
Every time I pick one up, I think about it. It's a great name. Yeah. It, I mean, it uh, it definitely left memories in my mind. So that's a good <laughs> thing, right? I've been, I was back that year like four times. So, oh, wow. Like, okay. So, yeah, I made specific trips just for that. So, but then I went to other places. I went to like Country Tavern and had their ribs, who their ribs were really, they're incredible. I mean, they were good. I think that's all they sold, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Country Tavern in uh, right out in Kilgore, I think. Oh, uh, I hadn't been there. Oh, yeah. So, they uh, their sauce is just amazing. There's and it's a, I think it's a pretty simple sauce. You can find a recipe online, but it, I don't know what they do. It's just it's really really good. Put some little voodoo on it. I listen. It, you know, my grandmother says it doesn't matter what recipe you have. Right. It, it's the person's hand. That's that right. It. And I'm translating loosely because my mother's right. my grandmother's Colombian, so yeah. she didn't say it in English. But well, no. But I bet I bet she'd be fun to talk. She's still uh, no, she's not around anymore. Okay. Well, I bet she, she'd been fun to talk to because you know they have all, always have lots of stories. She's yeah. She was amazing. She I mean she taught me how to make empanadas. I mean just traditional Colombian dishes that yeah. I like I swore were the hardest things to make when I was a kid and then when I grew up I'm like uh no I got it <laughs> boy empanadas they've come on strong oh yeah oh boy the last like here we go last three years they've come on really strong yeah I'm real particular about my empanadas yeah. like I, they, they're they're the dough has to be the masa has to be just perfect crispy yeah. um not overly done I don't want it over doughy you know and the, the filling has to be done a little right. flaky on top oh yeah little golden brown GBD yeah. golden brown delicious yeah it has to be right <laughs> Right. It has to be right. You're making me hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we after you after you went after you left uh, east after you went down east Texas. What'd you do after that? So I got back over here. Um, I actually there was a stint there that I thought I was gonna have a, a I was gonna be a millionaire. I was I started a, <laughs> I started a company called Scooter Boogie, which was a Scooter uh, Boogie. Yep, yeah. I like that. Name. It was a delivery company. We delivered um, restaurant food on scooters in Dallas. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was, for anybody who's never started a business on there, <laughs> it was an interesting e- experiment. Yeah. So, and we were just talking about it on the way here. Um, I got actually, to, actually, hang on before you show it. Scooter Boogie's a good name. Yeah. I like the name. The I, name is right. Yeah. The people that bought it from me liked it too. <laughs> <laughs> is it still around? No, they no. sold it to Grubhub's. They sold to Grubhub. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lo- like lesson learned. So it's still going. Uh, no, because Grubhub oh. was buying up all the delivery. So this is along the lines of right before Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, all that was getting big. Okay. Grubhub was coming to town, and they were buying up all the little delivery companies because they wanted the market on deliveries. Right. And that's cool. Had I known that, you would have sold. I wouldn't have sold it as early yeah. as I did. Yeah. But I will say, you know, the beauty of it is that I didn't come out owing anything, and in the and I didn't make a ton of money on it but i didn't lose and i was good yeah so would i would i've been better off to hold off and wait yeah but at the end of the day it was a good lesson i learned about business and do not be do not work outside of your means stay within your budgets and like the lessons i learned or like you said right we know experience experience it makes it makes them Makes it great. That's so. It's all you have. That's all you have, man. <laughs> and you can't teach stuff like that. So a lot of stuff, and you know, like my my granddad used to tell me when you know, no, you're going to learn it. You, you can't learn that in school. You yeah. can't learn books. You got to go out. You got to work in restaurants. You got to work. You got to you got to beat streets to learn that stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, every day you, you can't you can't ask somebody to come work for me whether you're doing marketing or sales or anything on the operational side. That if you've never worked in a restaurant, how do you know? How yeah. do you have you haven't had the experience with a guest? How do you know what a guest wants? Right. You, know, you haven't had the experience burning your hand. Right. How do you know uh, what 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 kind of insurance we should get our employees? You know right. things like that. Yeah. You know you got so part of the industry is 
as a, as a whole is everybody should believe and work and understand it, you know? Yeah. So, put, yeah. Put the FaceTime in. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. So how did you find barrel and bones? Well, I was, did Mark uh, come knock on your door and say, come on. No, I went to, <laughs> I actually worked for a Red Bull, uh, a Red Bull event with him with one of his promoters knew me from, uh, Smokey Rose. Okay. And so he said, come on over, we're doing this event and just need some help and maybe you can help put it together. Um, I think the timing was right. They were looking for that right mix. They got to the point where Barrel and Bones, and let me just go backtrack a little. Barrel and Bones, the restaurant, originally the concept was designed to be like a rib place right. that had different sauces. Right. So Barrel and Bones. Barrel and Bones. Uh, yeah. Whiskey. It was a whiskey bar Yeah. with um, a rib concept, you know, yeah. kind of like wings or whatever. And but I do love the concept. I do love the name. I, and it, and it, I always have. It works. Yeah. The problem was that we weren't very i don't know if we weren't very successful but it just it, the execution lacked a little bit yeah and so um as a whole we came in as a team and said okay well let's revamp let's see what we need to do um they were kind enough to let me just openly work on the menu um i did i worked a little bit with chad sessions right and i know like, like a year and a, right before covid right like did last before, well and two years ago yeah two years yeah, ago yeah i remember Chad came and helped me out for a little bit, and we then worked on our recipes. And, you know, uh, he helped me out with some tips. I got the recipes together. We worked on things, and magic happened, I feel. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen on its own. I yeah. mean, like, the recipes are built, and the hand that builds it is great. Right. But as uh, together, it works with my team, you know? Yeah. I have Derek, and I have Esteban. Those guys are the consistency, you know? Right. None of my staff works lives where they work. Right. None of the guys like live next door. They yeah. all live 40 minutes away. Oh, wow. Because you got to find the right team. Right. It takes time. Yeah. But yeah, so I found Mark when Dirk and started barreling, doing barreling bones and slowly, slowly started picking up and uh, COVID hit. and Boy, wham. Wham. Now, I want to talk. I want to show something because they've got, they've got uh, y'all brought the whole shebang today. I want to show a video here. We can talk over it. Uh, y'all got set up out in the parking lot. And uh, so this is y'all's barrel and bone set up that y'all go to events or parties, whatever, correct? Correct. Yeah, we do a lot of caterings out of this. Um, we do uh, any kind of event, really. I mean, you know, if it's a wedding, if it's you name it, we have, there's our generator. So yeah. we, can, <laughs> we have plenty of power. That's yeah. the quiet one. The loud one's on the front. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper quiet. Whisper quiet. Well, that's yeah. a nice rig. They used to have a bigger, another one that it wasn't functional like this one. I don't think, if I yeah. remember right, is that correct? Yeah, I think the other one didn't work as well as yeah. this one did. This one's great. It's, I mean, it's basically it has everything that we need inside. Sure, you know, warming cabinets, tables, fridge, everything. So we can prepare, serve everything that you need. So, and when COVID hit, they were checking the country network. When the COVID hit, y'all used y'all used that. Um, uh, y'all use that rig to go out and and put barbecue at, at, at different uh, sites in Dallas, correct? Correct. So we um, we did a couple of things. When COVID hit, we had to get a little creative. Right. So we started. So well, people well, couldn't come well, to us. Hang on, one hang on. Mark and Dirk are very creative. Yeah. They're, they're, they don't sit still long enough. They 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 they're going to make something happen. Yeah, they're 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 making something happen right now. Yeah, they are. I guarantee you. They do every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think he sleeps at night and dreams about what's going what he's going to do the next day and hops up in there and goes around and runs with it. I mean, I've gotten text messages, so I don't know if he even sleeps. Yeah, just, yeah. Well. just saying. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, COVID hit. We we had to get, figure out a way to get out there. Right. We couldn't get to people. I mean, we were fortunate enough that we got on all the tablets prior to right so we were the last year before covid 
we got on Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. Oh, that's that was perfect. So it was perfect for us. And, yeah, you know, we actually timing. Still, yeah, the timing was amazing. Man, that's perfect. so it it helped. And we and on top of that, we went out to breweries and we did different um, meal packages for awesome. families. It was thirty four ninety five. We were doing like. Two pounds of meat, two pounds of brisket, two sides, two family sides, and you pick it up. It was vacuum sealed. You take it home. So y'all were y'all were y'all were helping the breweries. Mm-hmm. You were helping your brand. Yes. You were feeding people. Yes. Which need to be because a lot of people a lot of people need need at that time need to be fed. They wanted to get out and do something. They oh, need yeah. to be fed. Absolutely. They, some of them couldn't cook at home, so that was no. fantastic. Yeah. And and you were making bar- and you were putting barrel and bones out there. Everybody know what it was and what it's about. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I've always said that if you try the food. You're gonna like it. Yeah. I mean, you're either gonna, you're not gonna. You may. I want you to love it. I yeah. feel like I, you, I want you to love it. But I mean, that's that's that passion. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we put it into everything that we do. Like, it's an, it can be annoying to the people that work with us. Yeah. Because I'm back there making over their shoulders sometimes. <laughs> like, hey, did you did you tempt that? Did you feel that? Did you do that? But it's all worth it at the end because you know the product that we're putting out is the product that. As a team, I want one word yeah. consistency. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing you got to worry I, I, about I, consistency. Yeah, I mean, I, I I want it to be the best. I do, but above all, I want you to have the same food that you have on the food truck. Yeah, if I came to your wedding, or yeah. if you were at a nightclub where we were at, or if we were at the brewery, I want you to experience the same food, whether I made it, whether or whether these guys made it. Man, I had a, I had one time, uh, Mark. I had went to uh, Baron Bones and. Um, and uh, they had these big, big old uh, wings. I mean, they look like they look like Tyrannosaurus Rex wings or something. Yeah, they're called monster wings. Oh, they call they still got those. Oh yeah, don't we? We have them, and we did so well with them in the restaurant that now we actually have a virtual concept called Monster Wings. Oh, wow. that's available on Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. Got like a ghost kitchen. It's a ghost kitchen, but it's in within our. It's still in our control because obviously you know Mark right. and Dirk. They have yeah. like seven. I think seven different right. concepts. Yeah. Um, so we're doing them within those concepts. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a cool. And, and how, how would people, how did people find that? What's the name of it? Uh, Monster Wings Inc. Monster yeah. Wings Inc. And they just Can they just Google that and it comes yeah, up? Yeah, Google okay, up. Cool. We have a Facebook. We have Instagram. We have a website. And then if you go to any of the third-party apps, just search it. See, it's kind of neat because I wouldn't have known that if I without you uh, sitting there. So yeah, yeah. You know, there's so much going on in the food business now. It changes, changes things that happen every every hour, every day. So it's just until somebody tells you or informs you, it's kind of hard to know. Everything. We have That's to awesome. get creative. Man. Oh man, That's it. I mean, you either sit still or and we can get stale, or yeah. we got to keep growing. Yeah, well. That's not gonna happen. No. Not not that not not with that group. Yeah. Okay. So I want to. Um, you've got some food here today. We want to talk do. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. I want to roll your video, which I which production put together on, on uh, some of the food you make. And this is this is this video is based on the uh, what's it called? Uh, the uh, the the brisket. The brisket Monte Cristo. B- the bourbon bourbon brisket Monte Cristo. Oh, well, yeah. So it's a bur- it's a brisket Monte Cristo, and we do a, uh, a bourbon butter. Uh, cream sauce over yeah. the top yeah delicious it's yeah it's kind of like you said dessert but yeah it's a little mix of the rich with the sweet and, savory little savory oh, little yeah. sweet little yeah. little hint of salt i'm sure you have oh, a brisket yeah, yeah. Bri- i mean it works it all works i'm hungry again thank you okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're hungry again yeah. where did that creation come from so we do brunch we do a solid brunch every saturday and sunday and we're at the colony. At the colony, we need to help. I need to say that Barrel and Bones in the colony. Yes, so. and it's kind of it's a little misleading because it's yeah. on the outskirts, like at Austin Ranch. Yeah. So it's where Plano and Parkway and Windhaven meet. Sure. Um, and it's kind of where Plano and the colony meet, right, right there. 
But um, yeah, we do a brunch every Saturday and Sunday. We started with just Sunday, um, and we did. We've done really well with it. And it's it's a barbecue brunch. Okay. Now I do things like um, biscuits and gravy with uh, the jalapeno cheddar sausage gravy. Wow. I do that, and we up it up a little bit with briskets and gravy. Oh, man. So we do the briskets and gravy with the uh, sliced brisket over the top. Then we pour some more of the jalapeno cheddar gravy over the top of that. I love jalapeno cheddar gravy. Oh, man. I, I don't know what it is. It's not – people get scared of it. If, if, if they don't know, it's, it's not super hot. It's not super it's hot. It's just real flavorful. Yeah, yeah. We, we go for good. flavor, yeah, so – Man, it's creamy. Yeah. A little savory. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just – God, it's just so delicious. Yeah. So the Monte Cristo was born out of that. We do um, something called the French toast grilled cheese, which is really just a cream cheese filling that right. we do, a pastry filling. Um, we do two pieces of French toast over the top. We put them together. That's it. Well, decided to put brisket inside of yeah. it. <laughs> so we put a little brisket inside with changing. some modern. Oh, yeah. Keep creating, baby. Oh, got to yeah. keep creating. So it went from good to great. And then we just said, okay, we'll put it on the menu. So that's what that's where that one came from. So. That's how that's how, but that's how things come. So how long does it take you to create a dish? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna start from scratch, like how, when you when you create a dish, does it take you five times to get it right? Four times? How? Or I think it's constantly developing until we until somebody consistency. Says, yeah, until it's consistent. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, it it really is. We, I, I'll be honest with you, we probably took two months to get the Monte Cristo just right. Yeah. Because even now I'm like, okay, this is the way it looks. This is the way it needs. So we have books and you know it's the one that's the one thing i'll say that i've learned from my past is that we have to keep consistent like logs and books man and, my dad and granny were stickers about we had we had books and everything every restaurant with mm-hmm. with laminated pages and you yeah. flipped that way because you know people people come and go that people you know trans transition in and out of the restaurants kind of like revolving door and yeah. And if you got that written down, it's right there. There's no excuse not to do it right unless you just don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like you're right because you can't hold somebody accountable until you tell right. them and show them. Right. You know. And if you give them that the tool, then that's there. And that's then, right. And either they're lazy and they don't want to do it right, and yeah. they'll be out of there, yeah. or or they're going to do it right. And a lot right. of the time, you instill the power. You give them the power. Say, look, look what you created. You know, people love your food. You know, and then you give them that. That support, and they'll be with you, and they'll do well, it the right way. What's funny is that when I first saw your video, or when I first saw the Monte Cristo, on on the face of it, a Monte Cristo sounds looks simple and sounds simple, but in reality, it's not simple to make because you can screw it up real quick. Oh, yeah. So it's got you know. So the fact that you're doing, so you're doing two versions. Of the, you're doing the the brisket Monte Cristo, and so the other one's the French toast grilled cheese, okay. which is the it's it's the Monte Cristo basic, yeah, because it doesn't have any of the meat in it. Or, but um, it's actually it's a cream cheese filling. So, but it, the French toast, I, pancakes and French toast, you can mess up really quick. Yeah, you can. It's, it's like, and I tell everybody, it's the same thing with tortillas. Yeah, you can you either overcook them, undercook right. them, or just in pancakes. Are, pancakes can have w- one level. That's it. That's it. You can't you can't go above or below. And it's, it, the simplest restaurant screw up a pancake. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And then the middle gets all soggy. Oh, like, terrible. Yeah. That's the same thing with French toast. So it's like, you know, you can batter it. And then if you, your flat top's too hot, yeah. then you just got seared on the outside and gooey in the middle. You want it a little custardy. You just don't want it like runny. Yeah. You know, custard yeah. is the word. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your brisket. So how long did it take you to learn how to cook a brisket? I mean, in your in your opinion, how long did it take you to, to fully develop yourself to where you felt comfortable cooking a brisket um, all the way to the correct to the correct flavor profile that you liked? I, I mean, 
honestly years, but to get to, to get to the point where we, we have this brisket and what we're doing now, um, our brisket now, I feel like is at a 90%. It's amazing. I think it's amazing, but we just got a new smoker. So the smoker, I think is going to take us a big part. It's taken us to the next level because, um, where we were before the flavors there, the textures there. I mean, it's just, I mean, we've got it down the one thing that it's been missing and now we have is that just little extra hint of smoke because yeah. i want a good balance you don't right. want to you don't want to smoke over smoky like you're going you're smoking a cigar yeah. but you want <laughs> yeah. it but you definitely want that flavor there and you want it when you breathe it in just a little bit and you want to taste it when balances with the salt the pepper sure um yeah and the fat and it's just amazing but it rolls across that tongue and she's like Mm-mm. oh yeah have you seen some have you ever had any of that brisket people put that fake smoke on oh my liquid god. smoke oh yeah, my no. god I can't, you know, it, it, it's funny. Again, I can't hold them, you know, accountable because they probably, that's all they know. Yeah. You know, and people think that that's the way it, yeah. it is. And I'm like, well, I'm, I probably thought that too at some point, but <laughs> I, not, I'm, it's been, it's been 14 years yeah. now. No, not anymore. You know? Well, I, I tell people now, if there's a bad barbecue restaurant or a bad restaurant, I don't have to report on it because it ain't going to last very long. They just don't, bad restaurants, bad places just don't last because of social media because of Google, because of all the food sites. Yeah. People just, I mean, it just won't last. It may last a year, yeah. but it's just, they're just not going to last. They have bad food. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, the, the thing is, the, the beauty of it is that when somebody asks whose barbecue is the best, I'm like, whoever you like. Because that's right. It's, that's, all, it's all judgmental. It is. Because there's a lot of fantastic, like my list this year, I'm going to tell you, I, some of those guys are like the narrow margin. I mean, the narrowest margin between each other on, mm-hmm. on my list. I mean, it is, you know, you go back and you go back a second, third time and you write the numbers down, you add them up and it's just, it's crazy how close they all are. Yeah. I mean, Cause they're all just, everybody's barbecue game is just so on point right I, now. I totally agree. I it think, is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, you can have 50 people that love your barbecue and you can have 50 people that hate it. Yeah. That's all right. You still have 50 people that love it. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, yeah. So it, it's like, it, it, it is subjective. But I think there's a lot of people doing good barbecue. The yeah. great ones, there's some great ones out there. Yeah. And then you know, but you know who they are. Yeah. That's, and that's cool. Yeah. I'd like to be on that list. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get there. Do you know, you know what's funny to me is that, you know, I started this, I started the barbecue list five years ago. I've, you know, I've been in food business all my life. And it's funny because people come up to me and go, man, have you tried this barbecue? It is the absolute best you're ever going to have. You got to go try this place. You're not going to believe this. I wouldn't go anywhere else. And you go there, and it's, so now, I don't, now it's just like you, because people get so passionate about their barbecue, Absolutely. barbecue and hamburgers. They're passionate about those two things. Now, now steaks are coming on board because more people eating a lot of steaks too. But yeah. for the most part, barbecue and hamburgers, man, people just talk about those the most, absolute wow. most right now. Yeah, I mean, I think hamburgers. <laughs> what well, it's a quick, it's yeah. something that we all know. It's comfort, right? Yeah. It's become America's comfort food. Everywhere you go, you got to find the best burger. You know. Well, you know, you, you when you were at Smoky Rose, they made my burger list for t- two years, man. Because I that, that, they had y'all had a good burger there. Listen, I'll tell you that my buddy uh, Dave Gothier, that was the executive chef there, yeah. he made that burger. and It was awesome. It was a double patty burger yeah. with the pickle and the mustard. Yeah, it was. I mean, and to this melted, day, and he melted the cheese would melt on there perfectly oh, yeah. around the patties. It was yep. a fantastic burger. It was great. Was it a potato bun? Yeah, it was a potato yeah. bun. Delicious. Yeah. I never forgot. That's how good it was. I couldn't You know, it's funny is we still use, like I still use signature baking. Those guys, because of that bread, because of that bread, I still use them. And and I I recommend them to everyone. They're great. To me, on a sandwich or a hamburger, the bread is one of the most most essential parts of it because it it, it makes 
or it doesn't make the flavor profile of the burger. You know, if you yeah. have a great piece of meat, and, and, and I don't care what you put in, brisket or regular, what, prime, whatever, and you've got good cheese, if your bun's messed up, it's not going to taste the same. Yeah, I, kind of, I I agree with that. I mean, there's different yeah, – and I like them toasted, personally. Yeah, I do, too. I, I love I, Butter and toasted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changes the profile. <laughs> it does, but it's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the cups this time. You know, I uh, collect cups, and uh, we always got crazy cups in here. I probably got 30 or 40 coffee cups, and I gave him the pig since he's in the barbecue business. <laughs> Not that you're a pig. I, I gave was about pig. to say, oh, my dang. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite thing at Barrel and Bones? What is your absolute favorite thing? I, it, lately here are tacos. Oh, oh, you're going to throw them at me now, <laughs> yeah, aren't you? Yeah, man. And you know what? It's funny. It's because a lot of – you ask about recipes and where yeah. they come from. We, we we feel great about everything. Like, I love – our ribs are amazing. Our, I'm, I put our ribs against anyone, and not as a competition, but just to say, sure. okay, they're really, really, really good. And the ribs are great. The brisket's great. But the the after effects, like the trim that we use from brisket yeah. so that we're not wasting and we're being uh, right. thoughtful. Being utilizing – pro- yeah. Yeah, we make – we – Decided to make birria tacos. Oh, and wow. So it's, we did the birria broth, and then oh, um, yeah. I used brisket, and it falls apart, and the tortillas, again, going back to making sure that it's toasted right. So you're not running down and buying the tortillas <clears throat> at Kroger then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my family would be very mad at me if <laughs> that's what we did. But. Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna um, bring some of your food in here. We're gonna start yeah. with some food here. We're gonna we're gonna sh- we're gonna show everybody a video. Um, uh, that we've made, uh, that you made, uh, making one of your one of your signature dishes now, and uh, then we're going to bring some food in.
And here we are. I want y'all to look at this tray right here. Now look at this. Look at this. This is. I think Dirk or, or Mark sent somebody in here last night for to investigate, and they measured the table because the board <laughs> that you put this on is a perfect size. This table, and they do. They would do something like that, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at this. We got the tacos, and we got the the um, brisket uh, Monte Cristo. I can't. This is just this is this thing right here. This brisket Monte Cristo. You can see it right there in that in the front picture right there. This is the Monte Cristo right there. That thing is it always that thick? Yeah, always. That is fantastic. Yeah, I, I love this. You want to make sure that you enjoy every bite, man. And have. what kind of cheese is that? It's Monterey Jack. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, that just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's got an easy melt to it, so it's really nice, you know. So the the video, obviously, we speed the video up for 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 display purposes. No, I make it that fast. Yeah, yeah. You wish you made it that yeah, fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how long did it, how long did it take to make this Monte Cristo? Well, once the prep works out of the, out of the way, probably about three and a half minutes. Yeah, then, yeah. Just make sure that. It's toasted well, and then the cheese is melted well, and then you go from there. It looks, I mean, the brisket is moist, and this this is just, just the presentation is fantastic. Thanks. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, let's talk about the tacos. Look at these tacos, guys. See these tacos right here? Look, I'm going to put this up, center them up right here. Look at that. Those tacos look absolutely fantastic. So, so yeah, that's all brisket. I can look at the tortillas now and tell them those are going to be awesome. Yeah. The, they're white corn tortillas, so they're dipped in the birria broth, and then we right. get that color on them. Um, they make sure that they char them just right, like I said. Yeah. So there's, there's with tortillas, it's a secret, you know, not a secret, yeah. but there's really a trick to getting them just perfect. It's that same point we just talked about. Well, mm -hmm. Same thing with pancakes. So right. it's that same point. You, there's there's a right point, and yeah. that's it. There's yeah. no there's no if and or. It's that or nothing. And you'll know. And I know yeah. anybody who's cooked them wrong has had to scrape the flat top because they pulled <laughs> them off too early. Yeah. Or they used too much liquid. Right. Or, so, so you're aware of it, and you know. Is there a secret to that? Is there a secret to it? I'll tell you, it's just like making a pancake, 100%. Like, you know, when you make a pancake and the little bubbles start popping. Right. And you know it's ready yeah. and it's all browned. Same thing with the, the tortillas. Yeah. So once, instead of them popping, you'll have all the bubbles on the top with a double tortilla. And then you flip it one time and they're ready to go. So it's not like a flip, 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 flip. It's only... Right. Get it right on the on the one side and then flip it over and then you're ready to go. And are these on the menu every day or only certain they're, days? Or? They're on the menu every day. They're, the uh, birria tacos are not. So we do birria okay. taco Tuesday. Okay. So we'll do birria and we'll do tacos al pastor. Okay. So... This is made with brisket. The other one's made with rib meat. Right. Okay. So, right. So and then and then this is all. This is the 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 uh, Monte Cristo's for brunch. Monte Cristo's for brunch. If okay. you're if you're nice and ask nicely, I'm sure somebody would, <laughs> would be more than happy to go back there and make it for you. <laughs> I'm always yeah. well. If, 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 when people come out, because we get a lot of people to come from. We're in the colony, so a right. lot of people come from McKinney or right, Dallas. Say, yeah. They'll come from wherever. Yeah. Then we've been fortunate. Like people have started to hear about us, and they're like, okay. We're gonna come try you out, and they come try us out, and I'll let you try anything. I have a sign on the food truck that says, "Ask me about free barbecue," and it's serious because <laughs> I want you to have, I want you to try the food. Yeah, I that's, a that's a great marketing gimmick. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's the truth because if it's like if you don't try it, how do you know? Right. And I don't want to, and I don't want you to take the risk. I'd rather take the risk. Right. And I, I'm, you know, it's like I'm like the casino, right? I'll, that's right. I'm hoping the odds are better in my favor. So I'm sure they are. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so what? How long does it take? So uh, you you make you make your own masa and everything. You do all that on the tortillas. Yes. No, the tortillas we actually get in, but they're okay. they're they are they're lavandita lavandita okay uh, t 
tortilla shops. Okay. So they're legit, legit. They're yeah, my, they, they they're look, my favorite ones. Yeah, they look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They're not they're not like the missions or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. I, <laughs> I wouldn't think that at all. No. This is this plate just looks awesome. So what I want to do is um we're, we've got uh, we've got some other barbecue and stuff you brought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna um we're gonna show that. We're gonna talk a little bit and we're gonna show uh I want everybody to be sure that they support local. We're still trying to get over this COVID thing. Yes. Um, we've got a long way. It's going to take another year for restaurants. To, I think I think it'll take another year for restaurants to get back to where they were. Now, there are going to be some restaurants that are already back, but it's because they were able to pivot and have a lot of curb delivery or or they could just do certain things. And they were just geographically, geographical set, it, set in the right position to make, yeah. to make it work. But for the most part, it's going to be a year before the whole industry gets back to, to a point. So yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to play this. We're going to play this support local video, and then we're going to bring some of the barbecue in. Cool. Hi, I'm Trey Chapman. Publisher of Trey's Chowdown and host of Trey's Chowdown Live, a weekly TV show and radio podcast highlighting chefs, restaurants, and deliciousness. The restaurant service industry is in big trouble due to COVID-19, and they could really use your help. While restaurants and service operations may look normal, they are far from normal. So many restaurants, food trucks, burger spots, barbecue joints, bars, and taverns are literally going broke by the hour and might get worse. So I'm asking everyone to help out the simplest way they can, and that is to please buy and shop local. Whether you're dining in, taking out, or get delivery, you are helping out your local businesses tremendously. Mom and pop owners, chefs, restaurants, and all of our service folks will be so very thankful that you're helping in this difficult time. Oh, and be generous on the gratuity when possible. Thank you so much, and thanks for supporting local. Good. All right, we're back, and so is the food here. It's awesome. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at those ribs. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Look at this. This looks fantastic. Can we see? Look at that. Look at that. Man, look at those ribs. They have the right sheen on them. Look at that ring. Look at that brisket. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. This brisket has changed. Oh yeah, it's from the last I, time I was there. You know, it, it, it looks fantastic. Yeah, we changed. Like I said, it's been about almost this will be the second year. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, it's the right thickness, mm-hmm. the the sheen, the smoke ring. I mean, it just it looks absolutely perfect. Actually, thanks, man. Can't wait to try this. You know, I can't eat. I can't eat during the show because if I do, it gets all on my teeth. I look like Elmer Fudd walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so let's 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 look at this real quick. This is your macaroni and cheese. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put it where I can see it here. That's macaroni and cheese, and then this is the green. Is that bacon? Have bacon in it? Oh yeah, it's got bacon oh. onions. I mean, I will. So we that saved a lot of people <laughs> during the lockdown. Yeah, they were calling us asking for that because of just the juice from the green beans. Yeah, they're like, you can put that on anything. And it looks delicious. I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah, I and I love it. And I, I mean, it's one of my favorite things. To eat. It looks. I can't wait to try that. And then what we have here? Oh, that's poblano cream corn. Oh, poblano cream corn. So yeah, we smoke the poblanos, chop them up, and then make a cream corn out of it. So do you smoke them in? You smoke them in your rig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. No, not in the rig, but actually at the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. So we have a smoker in the restaurant oh. under the hood. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Everything's smoked in house daily. We don't. We like that's why we yeah. we don't we we are a sellout model one hundred percent. So we've been fortunate. It's a little different. Most restaurants open at uh, 11 and they're sold out by three or four. Yeah. Um, we open at 11, and but the majority of our business, because we are bar as well, happens a little later. So our sellout doesn't tend to happen until about eight or nine. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah. We're, but we're, we're, and we're producing a lot. So it's like, we're very fortunate. I saw the other day, guys opened up. Uh, he's got a new barbecue restaurant, not new, maybe a year and a half. I'm not going to mention names, but. 
he, he's he's they're selling out like by twelve thirty, and people come oh, there getting yeah. pissed. They're driving over there and they're oh, getting yeah. pissed. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can open up at eleven, but if you sell out by twelve thirty, you need you need to figure out your par situation there. You get up your par, do something because you yeah. can't. People quit coming. They're gonna get mad. They're not. Gonna, if people can't stand in line for two hours at lunch, yeah. on a, on a Monday through Friday, they can't do that. So well, I mean, you know, it's a limited smoking space. Yeah, it's kind of. It depends on how many days they're open. You know? If you're if you're doing that well, you need to get you another smoker. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I agree. You don't I mean, spend your money are, wisely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? We got is this is this oh, smoked turkey? Yeah, I was just so, fixing to say I love smoked turkey. Oh man, boy, smoked turkey has really come on strong too. Yeah, it used to be a throwaway. Yeah, kind of like yeah. you know, um, I, and I noticed that that was important to me because like I love barbecue. My wife uh, will eat brisket now, but she wants to eat like. So a lot of the times you'll go get turkey somewhere yeah. and it's just dry. Dry, can't no, eat it. No, they don't it's you, no flavor. Why do you think they serve it with a bunch of sauce? Yeah. So no. you can get it down. Yep. So that's why we every we took like I said, we had the ribs and it yeah. had all the sauces. We're down to Alabama, the house, and the spicy. And that's it. That's all because it it's if the meat doesn't have the flavor, I don't want to cover it up with the sauce. Right. Well, you should. I tell this. I tell people this all the time. People say, "What kind of sauce they have?" Look, if you're looking for a sauce, that's not what you need to go to that restaurant because a lot of this, a lot of this barbecue nowadays is taking so long to perfect, and they got quality meat. You don't need to jack it up with sauce. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just the way I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I agree. But there's people that want sauce. There's, yeah. You know, there's still people that put ketchup on steaks. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I saw a thing a day that said if you if you if you put ketchup on steak, your 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 citizenship ought to be revoked. Oh no. I saw that. <laughs> but no, some people just like doing it, man. It's just oh, part yeah. of the deal. Yeah. No. Okay. These ribs. These ribs look absolutely. Look at the sheen on those ribs. Can y'all look at that? Look at that rib. So those are there. full spares, and we do a um, look we do that. a Guinness glaze over the top of them. So. A Guinness glaze, they huh? look, they so look we beautiful. Reduce, yeah, we reduce Guinness down, get out, see, get yeah. alcohol, uh, get the alcohol out of there so that there's no alcohol, and then um, just still got the flavor though. Still got the flavor. Well, that, that tastes great. I just yeah. tasted that. Yeah, it goes really good with that. It, the, the flavor on there is amazing. Oh man, it's delicious. Yeah. This, this this whole plate though is actually perfect because you've got the ribs, you have turkey, you've got brisket, and you have these sides, and every one of these sides. Every one of these sides, people are going to love. The people and I, and I see how much cheese you have on the mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese. There's no, there's no, and then, and there's no gluten in there like the, other than the pasta. Yeah, because we do not use a roux. I don't use anything to thicken it. There's no cornstarch. It is cheese, milk, and seasoning. And I can tell if I pick that up, the cheese is going to stay on there. What oh, you yeah. don't want to pick a macaroni up yeah, and it, all off. the cheese falls off. Correct. Just not right. It's just yeah. not, this looks. I mean, the the, the visual is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Normally we put a little bit of um, goldfish over the top of it. But oh, that's cool! Yeah, look, some cracked goldfish crumbles. Yeah, but I like that. That's yeah, cool. That's yeah. good. Um, but I, I tell you what caught my eye was these green beans. I love green beans, but I just I noticed the sauce, the color of the sauce. Uh-huh. I knew there had to be bacon something because that just oh, those yeah. look delicious. Yeah, they're like I said, one of our favorites, one of my favorites for sure. I can't tell you how much the brisket, how, how good the brisket looks. I and can't I, tell I, you how good it tastes. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna find <laughs> out when the cameras go off. You can believe me. <laughs> Everybody's be lucky if they get some, including Chris and Ron. Everybody else out there, they better stay off my. They better stay off my dead gun plate. No, it just looks fantastic. So you now the chicken wings. You didn't bring those today, but y'all have chicken wings, correct? We do have the monster. They're still wings, the monster right? wings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still the monster wing size. I should. I should have got. I did. I should have found a picture of those because I was impressed by how big those were and how good they were. Sometimes you get something that's real big. People try to do something, but they don't. Then, but those don't. tasted good from the first time I tasted them. So they're brined to keep the moisture inside, gotcha. and then we smoke them. So they're. Brine smoked fried, that's it. Seasoned well, and then um, yeah, they're amazing. You don't that I, like we're talking about. 
you don't need sauce. Yeah. Everything that we do, you really, you're more than welcome to have sauce. Yeah. We actually sell the sauce for it for the wings, but if you don't need sauce, yeah. it's all about flavor. If you can yeah. get it, get it in the meat, and hopefully that's enough. And I, anybody who's had the wings will tell you you don't need sauce. Yeah, you know what? You, we were talking about Brian. And, um, uh, have you been to Hellberg down uh, past Waco Hellberg Barbecue? Uh-uh, I okay. Not. I went down there. I didn't know who they were. I just, I just, you know, I Google barbecue restaurants all over Texas and I write mm-hmm. them down. And I don't look at anybody else's reports before I go the first time because I don't want to be, I don't want anything to muddy my my opinion. My opinion yeah. up, right. So I went in there and we're standing. There, I was looking at the smell. And I pulled up. Anytime I pull up, smokers. There's a line, a line of people. I know that I know it's going to be good. People don't stand in line to get their ass whipped, yeah. right? So <laughs> I know it's going to be good. So um, I uh, I went in there and I saw this. They had this chicken, half chicken. I was like, wow. But it said it was it was smoked. It was brined, smoked, then fried. Let me tell you something. It's the best half chicken I've ever eaten in my life. They they brine it, then they, they smoke, smoke it, it, and then they fry it. That's what we do. Yeah, that's and awesome. I have and our so ours is exactly the same. We do. You um, can't beat that flavor profile. No, because the yeah. brine you don't lose. You keep that moisture right. left in. You know, yeah. there's a couple of things that I, I I don't agree with brine in turkey. I don't, but chicken. Brine the chicken, get it right, and there's a couple of things with the frying. You get a little bit of that moisture from the oil, and you get that crisp skin. But here again, here's again, here's that, that's kind of like the pancake and the tortilla. You yeah. can go overboard real quick oh, on the fryer. Quick, quick, quick. So you you want to make sure you get that perfect balance, mm-hmm. you know? I can't wait to try that. Oh yeah, we should. We we didn't bring a fryer with us. Well, you can't so. bring everything. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. What you brought was fantastic. So, if people want to find out about Barrel and Bones, you know the social media handles for Barrel and Bones. I do. It's uh, Barrel and Bones Austin Ranch. Um, also, barrelandbones dot com, and okay. then our Facebook is Barrel and Bones. Right. So. And y'all have y'all put y'all social media is good. Y'all put stuff on there, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I love Mark and Dirk. I love all their concepts, even though this is a different concept. I want to say something about their concept at the airport because I like it. Delta Charlie. Yes. I like that concept. Yeah, it's I've a cool concept. You over there twice. You go, you get to, you get, you get it's real, it's, it's really cool because especially if you've never flown in a small plane, people haven't flown in a small plane, you get to eat and you get, to, then you get a plane ride around, around Dallas. Yeah, around Dallas. Yeah. And they bring you back all for one price, which is really cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, they get to think that you can just take a date. Yeah. And they say, hey, you want to go around Dallas in the airplane? I mean, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. You know, not many not many people get to do that. No, the two times I was there, they also had music. So you could drink, you could eat, drink, and they had music, and you get on the airplane, come back and listen to music. It's just a fan, The whole package is a fantastic yeah, idea. It's a, it's a great place for dates, for sure. Yeah, just y'all get that. Delta Charlie's, look that up. <laughs> Delta Charlie's, and also Barrel and Bones. Y'all get to Barrel and Bones. So um, I really appreciate you coming today. You Thanks, know, Trey. Man, appreciate I, it, man. I appreciate having you. I'm glad I met you. I'm glad you're at Barrel of Bones for Mark and Dirk and the whole team over there. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for you, and I'm excited to try this food. I can't wait. Hey, do y'all have anything special coming up, by the way, for, Barrel of Bones? So we do. We're actually opening up our uh, second store. Oh, good. Where's that going to be? Downtown Carrollton. That's a little, that's something you should have told me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah downtown yeah. Carrollton. Okay. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, our grand opening is going to be uh, May 1st. We'll, May 1st. We might have a little soft opening between there, okay. but um, yeah, just keep an eye out. Just get on social media and I'm, we'll definitely. I'm, I'm sure hope I know somebody. I'm sure hope I get a little invite somebody to that deal. I don't know. You might. I didn't, didn't, <laughs> you have Dirk's number, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark. <laughs> that's great. Okay. So that's going to be May 1st. And we're where is it downtown? Is it actually in downtown? It's so it's it's one ten eleven Main Street. It's on the corner of the new apartment buildings over there. Okay. Um. So it's right under the bridge and kind of catty corner to Three Nations. So, awesome. But um. 
if you've ever been to Twisted Root, we're right across the street. Oh, perfect. At least is Twisted Root still open there? I think they just reopened it. Okay, actually. good. Because yeah. they had closed, they closed some of them. They did, but they just reopened it. All right, guys. So I want y'all to be sure and go to uh, com. Check out everything we've got. A restaurant guide. We have a barbecue guide. Uh, our new blog's coming out. Going to drop in a week or two for the best barbecue in North Texas and beyond, including Houston, Austin, uh, south, 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 southern Oklahoma. Can't even say it. Waco area. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. To, Fox Four is taking on the, the the sponsor this year. I want y'all to also try Barrel and Bones. The colony's not that far. You can check it out. Check out our new worldwide show again with with Derek Upton that dropped last week. It's awesome. It's on my Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that. I want to thank y'all for watching. We'll see you again next week, same time, same bat channel www.tracechowdown.com Leo, thank you buddy, appreciate it see y'all next week Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.